0: The accounting firm of Haynes, Eisenberger, and Skiba presents the 24th College Football Hall of Fame season of Fighting Irish Preview. And now the Banditos fresh made daily
1: kickoff with your host, Phil Halk. A few weeks ago, Notre Dame demolished South Florida, and the Irish had the look of a team developing an identity to believe in. A run game to believe in. Chris Tyree, eight carries, 65 yards. Kyron Williams, 10 carries for 62 yards. Sebo Flemister, 13 carries, 127 yards. Six rushing TDs, in total 281 yards on the ground, a 6.2 yard per carry clip behind a steamrolling offensive line. A stifling defense to believe in. The Irish notched the shutout and held South Florida to 41% passing, good for just 125 yards. Those are numbers to believe in. And young players are creating believers. Freshman Jordan Botello, a terror on special teams. Safety Houston Griffin, five tackles. Freshman cornerback Clarence Lewis. Three passes defended and Jack Kaiser. Started the week on the scout team and ended up leading the Irish in tackles. But just when an identity to believe in was coming into focus, positive tests quarantined players postponed game, the program descended into the COVID zone, and it's been a long three weeks. Now, after the unplanned break, the Irish look to pick up where they left off, a team developing a devastating run game, playing stifling defense, and with new talent emerging all over the field. A team building an identity you can believe it. Banditos with three Fort Wayne locations, Wayndale, Georgetown, and Glenbrook Commons. Banditos is fresh made daily. Now, stay tuned for Fighting Irish Insight from America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of irishillustrated.com. After these words from Haynes, Eisenberger, and Skiba, Sheer McCulloch Auctioneers, and Flight by Yingling, only 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories. Raise the bar. This is Fighting Irish Preview. The University of Notre Dame exemplifies dedication to hard work, integrity, and personal values, which result in success in the classroom and on the football field. The professionals at Haines, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like Notre Dame, know the same dedication, and their experience and expertise provide peace of mind for you and your business. Tax planning, tax compliance, auditing, business valuation, and estate planning, the full-service accounting firm of Haines, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like the Irish, has what it takes to help you achieve success. Located in Fort Wayne near Jefferson Point, Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, proudly supports Notre Dame football and congratulates all those who are a part of the greatest
2: tradition in all of sports. Go Irish! This is Art Salzburg. I don't endorse everybody, but I've found a company that I think provides a great service. The company is Sure McCulloch, And what they do is targeted specifically for seniors, people who may be thinking about downsizing and are overwhelmed by the thought of what it's going to take. Sharon McCulloch will pack you up move you, and then sell your house and everything that's left. Now, that's the most comprehensive relocation service anywhere, and what I call in sports terms covering all the bases. Sharon McCulloch uses an international auction platform to make sure your possessions are seen by the right buyers. They're looking to get top dollar from people who have an interest in the special treasures you've collected over the years. Sharon McCulloch is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and highly recommended by leading retirement communities and law firms. If Sharon and I decide to make a change and Lifestyle, we'll be calling Shira McCulloch at 441-8636. That's 441-8636. We trust them, and we know they'll make things easy and profitable.
3: Introducing Flight by Yingling, the next generation of light beer. For those who don't follow trends, but craft them. Flight by Yingling is 12 ounces of uncompromised refreshment from America's oldest brewery. With only 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories, this is premium refreshment, six generations in the making. Don't just raise a glass. Raise the bar. Flight by Yingling. Now available wherever beer is sold. DJ Yingling and Sun Incorporated. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please enjoy responsibly.
1: Now back to Fighting Irish Preview with your host, Phil Halk. Uh, well, Tim Priester's three weeks off at uh, this time of the year, of course, unheard of. And I've got two questions right off the top that I want to ask you. First of all, You know, how has Brian Kelly dealt with all the time off? Is there a template that he's kind of looked for? And, well, how has Irish Illustrated dealt with the time off?
0: I think Brian Kelly has been searching for templates every step of the way, and he finds that uh, he has to recreate a a template on a fairly regular basis. I mean, it's just, you know, you're, we've been saying it since the middle of March. I mean, you know, because spring practice started, they had one practice and they had to cancel at that point. So, it's a learning experience i don't think there's any college football coach that uh, has ever had to go through more than what they're dealing with now the protocol and everything that goes with it as far as us uh trust me when i tell you we are very ready for a football game because you can only spin uh content for so long i think it started out by uh, if you recall phil looking at, at uh, the irish Illustrator website fast starts uh, yeah. by quarterbacks, running backs and wide receivers in Notre Dame the first two games of the season.
1: I was impressed I, by that creativity, by I the way. I think I
0: started <laughs> uh, I think we started with that, but we are running out of topics and uh, we need some game footage to analyze.
1: Absolutely, and I think it's almost a surety we're going to get some, but let's talk about uh, the actual practice time that the Irish have have lost and and just what they will have had leading up to the uh, this week's game. How much did they lose? And how much preparation have they been able to put in for Florida State?
0: There was a uh, there was a nine day period between practices from the Monday after South Florida to Thursday of last week. Um, so, I mean, as far as conditioning and practice, you know, conditioning started um, twelve days before kickoff for Florida State, lifting. Uh, conditioning voluntary in which everybody on the team that was not COVID related was able to participate. Then they had two practices, another conditioning and a scrimmage. And then they were able to get into to this week. So I don't think the scrimmage went particularly well on Sunday for the offense because naturally you're de- dealing with timing issues. Uh, but, I, you know, I think that when the game starts on Saturday as a team, as a coaching staff, and the players, they will feel they will feel pretty prepared. They still had some COVID-related cases out last week, but pretty much everybody was back by Sunday. So I think they feel pretty good about being ready to strap it on and play a game.
1: Well, that's good news, but you, you certainly got to assume there's going to be some rust to knock off uh, of this uh, airliner. Anyway, uh, Tim, does Notre Dame know where the post-South Florida outbreak came from?
0: Not specifically. A, a, a lot of it was tied to a, a couple meals. You know, they had seven guys missing for from the South Florida game. So it obviously started before they pulled the plug on, on Wake Forest. They ended up having 25 players in isolation. Isolation for those that test positive and quarantine for those with contact tracing. Uh, they don't think it. Brian Kelly doesn't think it's on the field. I don't get the impression that it's being uh, passed along in game competition, but it just doesn't take a whole lot. Uh, you know, uh, Brian Kelly talked about, uh, you know, touchdown celebrations and you have to be careful there and they have to spread out a little bit more on the sideline on game days. I think, you know, I think you get into a game day situation and you are a little bit more lax in your protocol because you're trying to win a football game. Uh, you know, and so you try to keep everything as normal as possible. And that includes some celebrations when you're scoring 52 points against South Florida. So, you know, a couple meals, a couple celebrations, a uh, couple guys being a little less, uh, a little more lax in the way they're approaching things, and it—it's a lesson learned because it—it it certainly it's a it's a virus, it's a disease. It doesn't take long to to pass along to a couple dozen people
1: yeah and how counterintuitive is it to say yeah you just the whole goal of what we've prepared for your whole life you've just scored a touchdown don't celebrate and that's really hard of course now tim i almost hate to ask this question but of those who have tested positive are there any that we know of that have not recovered fairly quickly and is this is that maybe a a a silver lining in all this
0: yeah, I guess so, Phil. But, they, I, you know, we have not gotten any feedback. We, we were told that most of the symptoms were mild to moderate. Now, what exactly moderate means? I, I mean, know. mild, we have a pretty good idea, but moderate, we're not sure. Uh, but I don't think – there have been no hospitalizations. So um, the age group of these football players certainly plays to their advantage – uh, so that's that's the good news. I mean, I don't know that we've heard a whole lot nationally uh, about anything uh, becoming really, really serious. So that's that's the, that's the real positive in the in this whole uh, very negative situation.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. All right, front and center now with the Irish back. I think it's a good idea to to recall the last game a bit. September nineteenth, three weeks ago, a fifty-two to zero beep down of South Florida. And the Irish had the look of a team developing an identity. Play good defense and run the football. And first, I want to talk some about the defense. And one position I'd like to talk about is the cornerback position, and specifically freshman Clarence Lewis. He had five tackles, three passes defended. Tim, it looks like Indy has found a a player without a doubt. He's only a freshman. And I like what's, what's developing at that position overall for the season
0: they feel that Tariq Bracey is playing very good football at the uh, at the field cornerback position as well so um yeah yeah i mean yeah, Clarence Lewis is kind of a prodigy i mean he just came came to Notre Dame and and picked it up right from the very beginning it's kind of like kavari russell uh, when when he was a freshman on the 2012 team that played for the national title but clarence lewis is a is a very very quick study uh i think they feel very confident to insert him at any time. Now he played extensively uh, against South Florida. So I think they feel pretty good about that tandem. And then this time off has allowed Nick McLeod, who was battling a, a shoulder to be should be, um, you know, unless he needs uh, postseason surgery, which we're not aware of, he should be feeling pretty good. So they go into this game. It's a good timing because Florida state has some, some athletes at wide receiver that you're going to have to deal with, but there's no doubt Clarence Lewis, well, Phil, you're old enough to remember Clarence Ellis.
1: Right, I was going to ask you. A <laughs> former
0: Notre Dame uh, defensive back. Uh, the, when I first heard they were recruiting Clarence Lewis, I thought of Clarence Ellis, and I think that there's a uh, a valid comparison between the prowess of those two.
1: Yeah, every time I hear the name, that's exactly who <laughs> I'm reminded of. One of my favorite players from the early 70s now. Another defender Defender. I wanted to talk about, a guy who went in front of the media this week, Drew White. Uh, I've been in the room with him a few times, and you know, he's got a lot more muscle than me, but he's not much bigger than me. He's kind of soft-spoken a bit, uh, very intelligent-sounding. And then I find out, well, it makes sense. He's a science business major. This guy's pre-med. Tim... uh Tell me about Drew White. The guy is seems fearless on the field and technically sound. What has he meant to that defense?
0: Yeah, well, all that stuff in a classroom I can't relate to. So uh, we'll put that aside. And uh, No, you're right, Phil. He's, he doesn't have a real big frame, but he has added, I think, a fairly considerable amount of, of, of muscle and power to his game since last year. And he just – you know, he knows what he's doing out there. He knows where he's supposed to be. He lines his teammates up from the second level of the defense and he's around the football. He's not flashy. He's not, he's not a guy that's going to grab a whole bunch of headlines on this defense, but I thought he was very good last year, right from the outset. Um, you know, there were some linebackers that have struggled along the way at their first time out, but he did not. And, um, you know, you put him next to, um, some young linebackers, a buck linebacker, and he's a very important cog in making sure that, um, you know, that he knows or, or, or the players around him know where they need to be. A very, very much a, a, a stabilizing force at Mike Linebacker for Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, I'll never forget scrambling to my media guide in 2018 when he first entered the lineup against <clears> Navy uh, right after Drew Tranquil went down. Uh, but he has been a very pleasant surprise and uh, a good player now going into his second year as a starter. Okay, wide receiver group, Tim. Uh, ben Skaronic is back from injury. Braden Lindsey is now reportedly uh, 100% finally. And the savior, as our colleague Tim O'Malley dubbed him this week, Kevin Austin, Austin is finally going to see some action. What can Kevin Austin bring to the field?
0: Well, Brian Kelly listed off all the assets that a wide receiver can have the other day, and he applied it to to Kevin Austin. And then when we talked to Braden Lindsay the other night and asked him, you know, what do you think Nordane fans will see when, when Kevin Austin is healthy, completely healthy and ready to go? And he said, a star. I think Tim O'Malley's being a little facetious because he only has five receptions right. in his career. But, I mean, you know, we know that the ceiling is very, very high for him. He's a guy that can take the top off of the defense. Uh, he has excellent hands. He has good size. He isn't a blazer, but he, you know, he's a bigger receiver too. So, uh, you know, what what he is or what Notre Dame needs him to be is the number one wide receiver and uh you know i wouldn't expect it this week they're only going, going to probably give him 15 or 20 snaps and i would think most of those would be uh just to get a a feel for the lay of the land but uh, they really need this guy moving forward the pittsburgh game i think is which is two games removed from this saturday i think is the one where they will really need him because pittsburgh's defense is capable of really locking down on any offense and so I would think that he would have a lot more activity as far as targets against Louisville and then hopefully be really uh, full go and ready to to really ramp it up against uh, against Pittsburgh. But we'll see what he does this week. He'll be on the field. Brian Kelly pretty much guaranteed it. And uh, at the very least, they need the threat of him on the field.
1: Yeah, Kevin Austin, that will be definitely something to look forward to. Uh, although he hasn't caught a pass in almost two years, October thirteenth, 2018 was his last touchdown, or I should say reception. Moving on to the running game. In Game 1, Kyron Williams had the big day. Game 2, it was Sebo Flemingster. And, of course, freshman Chris Tyree has done some really good things in both games. Tim, are the Irish destined to be a running back by committee team Or do you think one of these guys just might emerge to really take the mantle?
0: Well, I think Kyron Williams has the best chance to do that. And I really think to some extent he already has done that by by winning the starting job. But, you know, Chris Tyree has to get touches because he's a a game-breaking presence. So I think, you know, I think those two will clearly have the most uh, as long as all things remaining equal and health-wise. I think they'll have the most, and Flemister... You got to like the way he ran the football against South Florida. That's not a very good defense, but he runs so hard, um, you know, maybe not as aesthetic and as pretty as, as the other two look as run it, runners. And then you still have Jafar Armstrong, who a couple years ago in the opener and the win over Michigan, he scored, scored two touchdowns. And then John Smith is back uh, when he missed some time. So, um, I mean, in, in theory, it is a committee because five you have five running backs that are capable. But I think those I, I think Williams and Tyree will will separate themselves a little bit as the, the sledding gets a little bit tougher.
1: Well it's a nice luxury to have, no doubt about that. Uh and you know, Williams in game one, Flemister in game two, why not Chris Tyree this week have the big game? Uh Tim, uh moving on to Florida State from twenty twelve to twenty sixteen. FSU was 59 and 9. You know where I'm going with this. Since then, they are 19 and 22. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about the makeup of this year's team in detail in the next segment. But what happened to this program?
0: You know, Jimbo Fisher grew disillusioned uh, at Florida State. He didn't think their facilities were good enough. And it became very clear that he wanted out. And I don't know if that impacted. The way they recruited. When you look at this team, there's still certainly plenty of talented athletes on both sides of the football. But I, but you know the jarring nature of a of breaking up with a head coach, I think, had a lot to do with it. Now, when you see this team play, you wonder if they have any pride and have any memory of that fifty nine and nine. It's amazing. You, you got, you're ni- you're nineteen and twenty two in three years and, and three games. And prior to that, you were 59-9. and It's like a completely different football program.
1: Yeah, hard to believe. And it uh, just shows you how fickle this uh, winning tradition can, can become. Thanks, Tim. Coming up, it's the all-time Irish hero, key to an Irish victory, injury report, and the world-famous Irish Illustrated Prediction. And during the break, it's the Fighting Irish Fact of the Week, brought to you by Ron Wise and the Wise Insurance Agency. This is the 344th edition of... Fighting Irish Preview.
2: Shine a little light into my room, oh, I'm sure the morning sun can eliminate my gloom. If it shine a little light into my room, all I want is some sunshine, sunshine, shining through these windows of mine, and I want it to be
0: easy, easy, You're Clear choices,
2: Bushy. Treat each house as if it was your own. Our mission statement at Bushy's Windows Doors and Remodeling. Hi, I'm Jim Bushy. At Bushy's, we're proud of our home improvement products that we offer, and we are even more proud of the award-winning installers who will come to your home. Right now, take advantage of our 12-month 0% interest payment plan, and estimates are always free. So call Bushy's at 456-1247, stop into our showroom, or check out Bushy'sFW.com. Bushy's Windows Doors and Remodeling. Your clear choice. Your clear choice is Bushy's. Your clear
3: choice is Bushy's.
1: Listen to that crowd roar. Art. The Aspen Mortgage Team has just hit the field and the crowd has gone crazy. Phil, why does this crowd love Aspen so much? Well, Art, with more than 20 years in the mortgage business, Aspen is a dynasty. And with all that experience, these crafty veterans can personalize a mortgage for each customer's financial situation. So you always get the best loan program and interest rate. And the Aspen Mortgage Team plays with a lot of class. What do you mean? Well, friendly personal service you can trust. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And Art They'll go into overtime by working the weekends, and they aren't afraid to go on the road. They make house calls.
2: Phil, I can see why the Aspen Mortgage team is so popular. Wait, what's the crowd chanting now?
1: 486 Loan. Or four, it's the Aspen eight, six, phone number. Four, eight,
2: six, For all your mortgage needs,
1: 486 Loan is the number to remember, or visit them on the web at AspenMortgageCO.com. Aspen Mortgage, a proud supporter of Notre Dame football.
3: Say hello.
1: the fighting irish fact of the week is brought to you by our friends at the wise insurance agency brian kelly has coached 361 career games second most among active ncaa coaches call ron wise at the wise insurance agency or go to the wise and get an auto or home quote in less than five minutes
3: Introducing Flight by Yingling, the next generation of light beer. For those who don't follow trends, but craft them. Flight by Yingling is 12 ounces of uncompromised refreshment from America's oldest brewery. With only 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories, this is premium refreshment six generations in the making. Don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, now available wherever beer is sold. DG Yingling & Son Incorporated, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Please enjoy responsibly.
1: Selling or buying a house? In the real estate game, it's results that matter. And in Fort Wayne, Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley has built a reputation as a realtor you can trust to achieve the best results. And he'll do it with a friendly, personal touch. So put Dan's years of experience to work. Call Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley at 312-1479. Or visit him on the web at danschneiderhomes.com. That's Dan Schneider at 312-1479. Your call for real estate results now back to fighting irish preview with your host phil halk this is fighting irish preview the fifth ranked irish take on florida state at home this week tv coverage on nbc starts at 7 30 p.m south bend time and it's now time for the all-time irish hero brought to you by the marina at lake gage chris craft master and premier pontoons we share your boating passion And this week we continue our series on the great pass catchers of the Brian Kelly era. Kyle Rudolph had a three-year career at ND starting in 2008 that was cut a bit short by injuries, but his impact when on the field should never be in doubt and has been validated by a stellar NFL career that continues to this day. The six, six two 265-pound tight end out of Cincinnati quickly incorporated into Charlie Weiss's offense, and he started all 13 games as a freshman and set an all-time freshman school record with his 29 catches that year. By his sophomore year, he was on the national radar, but had that season shortened to 10 games due to a shoulder injury, still managed 33 more catches for 364 yards, and in his junior year, the NFL was already calling and Brian Kelly had come to town. But Rudolph's season was again derailed, this time by a serious hamstring injury after six games. That, by the way, opened the door to Tyler Eifert. Despite the shortened season, his play was stellar. 28 catches for 328 yards, including a 164-yard day against Michigan. That included a 95-yard touchdown. Tim, at six-six, Rudolph was the prototype big target. But I remember him also as an explosive presence on the field.
0: Well, he he was a beast, and boy, when you talk about that hamstring injury his junior year, I won't get into the details, but it was more than just a hamstring pull. So he had a lot to overcome. But yeah, he had that. You know, you don't think of him as a breakaway tight end per se, but he had that brilliant 95 yard touchdown on a great pass by Dane Crist late in the Michigan game in 2010. Unfortunately what looked like the game-winning score didn't hold up. But uh, that that exemplified who he is. He's a captain of the Minnesota Vikings along with Harrison Smith. He's into double-digit years now in the NFL. Uh, great player, outstanding human being, and it was a great representative of Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, such a great human being. He's been named the Minnesota Vikings Community Man of the Year Three years running, 2017, 2018, and 2019. Kyle Rudolph, another Marina at Lake Gage, all-time Irish hero. The Marina at Lake Gage, we love boats. And it's now time for the Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory. Tim FSU is one and two. They've lost to Georgia Tech by three points, and to number seven Miami by 40. Last week they struggled in the first half before putting away BCS Jacksonville 41 to 24. First-year head coach Mike Norville comes over from Memphis, where in four seasons his team's won a lot of games and scored a lot of points. The Seminole quarterback position has been in flux, but may be now settled after sophomore Jordan Travis entered the game last week and rallied his team to five straight touchdowns. Top receiving threat for the Seminoles is 6'4", junior Tameron Terry. Terry was a 1,200-yard receiver a year ago and looks to have the NFL in his future. Carries out of the FSU backfield have been split three ways, but freshman Lawrence Defylai has shown the most pop. He is averaging 8.1 yards per carry. Defensively, the Seminoles returned 10 of 11 starters from 2019. 6'5", 3'10", Marvin Wilson, one of the better defensive tackles in the nation, and junior cornerback Asante Samuel is acquiring a lockdown reputation as we said in the first segment, Florida State is 19-22 and 22 since 2017, and Mike Norville has taken over a program that seemingly has culture and chemistry problems, but they do have talent. Uh, in fact, Brian Kelly said this week that he thinks that FSU roster might include six or seven first-day NFL picks. Tim Priester, what is the Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory?
0: Well, the, I don't think that you mentioned anything about Florida State's offensive line, and that's where Notre Dame can make some real inroads. It, it's uh, it's a group that I, has had some injuries. I think there's some COVID-related issues that have prompted missed games, but they've rotated nine guys. Uh, they had a true freshman start last week. They have two redshirt freshmen projected to start this week and a sophomore up front. They have lost the line of skirmish. They lost the line of skirmish to Georgia Tech, and they certainly did in the in the loss to Miami so I you know I think Notre Dame needs to be in attack mode you got to be careful on the back end with some of those receivers but with a with a new quarterback who looks to me more like running back than quarterback I think you put as much pressure as you want to put on that offensive line there should be some give
1: take advantage of a weak O-line that is Tim Priester's Aspen Mortgage Key to an Irish victory and Tim Priester who is this week's Aspen Mortgage key player for the Irish
0: well in accordance with that well first of all I'll start on the offensive side and I, you know we're a lot of talk about Kevin Austin but but Braden Lindsay is a hundred percent and I think he becomes the go-to guy this week but my number one choice is Isaiah Foskey because I think it's it's all you can eat for Notre Dame's defensive line um, Florida State has given up nine sacks already six of those were by by miami but they don't have a whole lot of answers up front and i think isaiah foskey continues a good start to the 2020 season
1: okay isaiah foskey and it sounds like a visit to the buffet line and that is aspen mortgage that is your aspen mortgage key irish player this week aspen mortgage for all your mortgage needs call 486 loan and it's now time for the injury report brought to you by indiana physical therapy Your choice for physical therapy now with 20 Indiana locations. Tim, three weeks off should heal a lot of bumps and bruises, but there are other issues, as we're well aware of. Uh, Who do we expect uh, to be out for this week's game?
0: Well, first of all, Phil, Kyle Hamilton's back. Ben Skronik wide receiver's back from Fort Wayne. And Kevin Austin is back. But they're going to be missing a couple, and I wouldn't put them on the injury list. They're just going to be unable to play. We know where that's coming from. Jack Kaiser. Uh, the Buck linebacker who had such a great game against USF will not be playing, nor will defensive tackle Myron Tagovailoa-Mosa. But they do have depth on that that interior defensive line. And they have depth at, uh, at Buck linebacker, too. They're all young.
1: Okay, well, thanks, Tim. That is your Indiana Physical Therapy Injury Report, and it's now time for the world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction, brought to you by irishillustrated.com. Tim Priester, Vegas says the Irish by 21... What does America's foremost authority say?
0: I think that's a pretty big line especially with Nordam coming off of a break for three weeks. I'm just not exactly sure how sharp and book is going to be with the receiving core that he's still trying to get in tune with. I look at this as a low scoring game, uh, especially for Florida state, because I really don't think that they're going to be able to make too many inroads against Nordham's defense. I, I would put, I mean, barring a defensive score, I would put a a cap of about 13 points on Florida State. And I don't think think Notre Dame runs away with this offensively. I'm going to go with Notre Dame 31, Florida State
1: 13. ND31, Florida State 13 is Tim Priester's world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction. Tim, you, of course, over the years have trained me well because we're thinking a lot alike here. I I think a couple weeks off, May result in a slow start for the Irish offense, and that concerns me, but I do expect the Irish to play good defense and to continue uh, the evolution of their running game. I like that. They're going to wear Florida State down, if nothing else. But who knows? Maybe Kevin Austin will make a play. I'll take the Irish over Florida State 30-10. to 10. Thanks, Tim.
0: Phil, thank you. And let me insert, if I could, one of those four touchdowns by Notre Dame will be a pick six.
1: A pick six. I like that. Maybe Kyle Hamilton. Maybe Isaiah Foskey. Who knows? Something to look forward. We're going to have football this week. Thanks again, Tim. Thanks, Phil. Go Irish, and thanks for listening to Fighting Irish Preview. Special thanks to Jim Shovelin, Art Salzburg, and studio producer Adam Schenkel. Fighting Irish Preview is the copyrighted property of Judge Phil Productions.